0: Welcome everyone to a new episode of On The Rise. I'm Vishal Yathish, a junior at Mission San Jose High School. What drives successful people? What does passion truly mean and how does one find it? This is what we're going to find out together. On The Rise features top tier founders and innovators to talk about their journeys and motivations to help inspire the next generation of leaders. Today we're joined by Luke Moberly, a student at Stanford University and the founder and CEO of Bumper a fintech startup which aims to make investing more accessible for teenagers. Hi, Luke, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, this is great.
0: Yeah, would you mind telling us a little more about your background and your startup?
1: Yeah, so um, like you mentioned, I'm currently a freshman at Stanford University, I'll most likely be studying computer science and probably some management science and engineering. Uh, So I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, That's where I, I grew up and went to high school. Um, And most of my background is more on the technical product side of things. So um, I I taught myself a little bit of Python code and uh, I attended a a data science boot camp over my gap year before coming out to Stanford. So um, yeah, I got the the opportunity to start Bumper during my gap year um, and and been working on it ever since.
0: Cool. So what motivated you to start Bumper?
1: Yeah, so it was actually a little random. Um, I was at this data science boot camp and my local banker uh, sent me information about a startup incubator, um, in Nebraska and I applied and got in and, you know, that's really what kickstarted it all off. So there wasn't like a, a one moment where I was like, I want to start this. It was kind of just kind of just happened. Um, and so, you know, we, we spent a couple months coming up with different startup ideas, um, and eventually settled on bumper. That was a pretty long lengthy process, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'd always been into investing and just never felt like it. Uh, young people had what were, were supported, um, in that space. So, um, that's kind of where the idea came from.
0: Yeah. So investing in stocks has definitely become more democratized in recent years with apps such as Robinhood, which allow people to buy and trade more freely. What do you think is missing in this space?
1: Yeah, so I think, I mean, support for teenagers is definitely missing. Um, right now, for the most part, uh, you know, teenagers aren't, high school students aren't taught about it in school. My personal finance class, uh, I believe in 10th grade taught us how to balance a checkbook. Um, They didn't teach us anything about the stock market or investing. Uh, And so, you know, when someone turns 18 and they can go to Robinhood and, you know, be approved for margin or options trading um, with very little, um, you know, education, that's very dangerous. And we've seen the consequences of that um, with, you know, people taking their lives or losing a ton of money. And so, um, you know, there just really isn't any support or education around investing in the teen space. And that's what we at Bumper hope to provide
0: hmm And what would be your recommendations for teenagers looking to invest? Like where would you learn strategies for investing?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the, the number one piece of advice that I got was just to start somehow. Um, and so that's, you know, one of our options was to provide just a bunch of educational content about investing. We chose to actually offer investing services, um, because we believe that like learning by doing is, you know one of the best tools um, that you can use, especially with investing. And so, just by you know, starting off with five dollars or even one dollar, um, just by you know, just starting, you're already learning a lot. Um, from there, I mean, YouTube is a great resource. There are a, a, a lot of great videos about uh, you know, specific investing or you know, trading techniques or just like the basics of the stock market. And so, doing some self, you know. Um, you know, discovery there and doing some research on, you know, those platforms is also helpful, but really just get started um, with, you know, as little as $1 um, and just, just learn as you go.
0: Mm -hmm. Aside from the lack of support and educational resources, why do you think more teenagers aren't getting involved in investing?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, I mean, something that we've noticed is just the, the process of starting is typically confusing. Um, There are different types of accounts out there, like custodial accounts, normal brokerage accounts, different tax implications. Um, You know, you can't really open your own account until you're 18. So you need some parent to open one for you. And so like, there just really, really isn't a lot of clarity on how to get started um, with investing when you're not 18. Um, And that we found that to be like the biggest barrier, um, stopping a lot of teenagers from actually investing. Um, And then also the belief that you need a lot of money, right? Um, until recently with, you know, Robinhood and, you know, the move to the, this idea of fractional trading, uh, you would need, you know, $500 to buy Lululemon stock or wherever, et cetera, you know, $1,000 to buy Amazon stock. Um, and you just don't need that anymore. But people still have that belief. And so, um, yeah, really not letting, you know, this, you, know you don't have a ton of money. That's totally okay. You don't, you don't really need that to begin investing anymore. So those are, are, I guess, two of the biggest barriers that we've noticed.
0: hmm And something else that I found really interesting about your startup is that you started it during quarantine in December of 2020, I believe. How did COVID impact your journey and your product launch?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I guess the the biggest impact was just on the team dynamic. So we were all remote for the entire year. There were a couple of us in um, Nebraska, some in California, one in Texas, and Florida at times. And so we're all over. And so learning how to manage a remote team was very difficult but um, important, and so that was that was the biggest impact. Um, and now I I think that's that had um, really positive effects just on the business world. Um, you know, not constraining yourself to finding talent in just a local area. You can literally look around the entire globe to fill a position that you need filled, or you know, to find expertise. And I think that in the long run will have a very very good um, you know a, a positive effect on the startup in the in the business community.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you think you would have launched faster or do you think it would have improved your progress if it had been in person?
1: So, yeah, I I think, you know, um, working in person is a lot more productive. I believe it's uh, a lot more energetic. Managing a team remotely, you just don't have the same energy uh, as you do in person. And so I think you probably could have worked um, and launched faster uh, w- without you know being in quarantine and so that, that was definitely tough but you know now that we're hopefully coming out of it that's something I'm looking forward to um kind of that in-person energy really accelerating the the uh, journey
0: mm-hmm. and what is the biggest lesson learned on your journey this far
1: yeah I mean probably just um I, it it sounds cliche, but just literally starting with, um, you know, that first step, like the, the first step is often the most intimidating. Um, and so most people never do it. But once you take that first step, most people want to help you, um, especially as a young person, if you're a high school student, like adults want to help you um, reach your goals, if you want to start your own company, or, you know, uh, go into venture capital, or whatever it is you want to do, like, um, adults love young people doing cool things, and so um, make the most of it while you can before you get too old. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just starting when you're young is is so so important, um, and can and can really help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. And bumper is live. Congrats! What Thank is you. your
0: go to market strategy for the next year to a year or so?
1: Yeah, so right now, we're really focused on um, developing relationships and partnerships with high school finance clubs. Um, So investing clubs, uh, personal finance, entrepreneurship, business clubs. Um, We found, you know, students in those groups to be to be very interested in investing. But um, also, I mean, kind of confused on how to take it from a theoretical approach to actually investing their money um, and actually like learning by doing it. And so um, we found a lot of interest in those groups uh, in Bumper.
0: Are there any specific milestones that you're looking to reach?
1: Yeah, so we just closed our, I guess, pre-seed funding round, and we're looking to have about twenty thousand teenagers um, within the next year or so. Uh, and so, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm constantly surprised every day by you know where where this startup takes us. But um, yeah, we'll we'll that's that's kind of our goal, and we'll we'll push towards it over the next year.
0: Mm-hmm. And also congrats on your pre-seed round of 500K. Thank you. you. What are your fundraising goals or strategies for the next year?
1: Yeah, so now that we've closed this round, um, we won't be focused on fundraising for the next little bit. Um, We'll be focused on really, um, you know, growing our user base, make sure our product is what our users want. We want to, um, you know, really match up our our customer needs with the product that we're building and, and make sure it's a great fit. Um, and then, you know, as soon as we, we kind of transition into the, the fundraising mindset, that'll probably be, you know, in eight or so months, we'll, we'll kind of go back to it and, uh, begin raising our, our seed round.
0: Mm-hmm. And to close this out, one final question, mm-hmm. if you could give one piece of advice to aspiring entrepreneurs, what would it be?
1: Definitely just start. Um, and, you know, I, I've said it a couple of times, but taking the first step is so important. Um, And so if it's, I mean, network with local entrepreneurs, uh, with business owners, get to know how they started things, they'll give you templates for, you know, incorporating your own LLC or your own company, or even, you know, setting up you know, a, a, a car wash or a, just some sort of entrepreneurial activity to help you kind of learn that valuable lessons. Um, just just starting and making mistakes is so important. You'll learn um, just as much from your mistakes as your successes. And again, it's, it's very cliche, but just, just starting and taking that first step is so important and will get you very, very far.
0: No, thank you so much, Luke, for your time. Um, thanks Absolutely. everyone for joining us. Stay tuned for my next episode. See you all soon. Bye. Thank
1: you.